0: Yo, my check one two one two. 2 one from the place where hardcore This is the link up This is the link up This is the link up Views from the staff to the world that we pass This is the link up This is the link up This is the link up from the staff tell the world that we back ladies and gentlemen grab a drink let's get settled in here's another dose of some audio medicine fresh sports reports pure adrenaline we do it for the love of the game not the benjamins My check one two one two yo the link up
1: Was most uploaded audio before, but most might be you, um, you work like in marketing and advertising. Yeah, did Did you see uh, that uh, Nikon the campaign that they yeah. recently did that wow. they got a heat for? So wow, but I wanted to ask was, is that do you think that's um, a thing a strategy done on purpose where because I mean, no one was really. About Nikon on social media before I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I might be butchering it. Yeah. But you know, doing these this deaf stuff to, um, you know, get people talking about them.
0: You know, I can't, I can't imagine this done on purpose. Outrage marketing, like the 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 famous old term, is no such thing as bad marketing or bad promotion, sort of thing. I think that's. Right now, that they, they, they can't be done on purpose. I think they were really out of touch. And I think when I saw that thing trending yesterday or this morning, I can't remember properly, Um, when I saw it, it was actually like, I think they posted it maybe a month ago and it only like resurfaced now or something. But even a month ago, I feel like the world was a bit more asking people to be toned tone aware thing of, of how we like thinking and talking about things i can i can't imagine this done on purpose man and it's and it's crazy to think that so many brands are so out of touch with things like this that it, in a way I, I can't be surprised that someone is just out of touch and they, they they felt like it was their strategy the whole time to just continue with things like this and they probably felt like these guys that they chose to represent their brand for this new camera and campaign and thing they probably had it in plan for a long time or whatever i can't imagine
1: but how do you i think it's for me how do you go through so many processes of like pitching this idea going through the selection process shooting the video and not one person in the company or whatever consultancy is handling this campaign Brian, be like hold up like yo the the yeah. the
0: process actually isn't that 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 serious or that long or that in depth like you can like uh, there's so many scenarios where um, even where I work they, where they, they've been like a literal scenario where people are just don't get yourself fired
2: hey. <laughs> <laughs> there, are,
0: there are real life examples of where people are just sitting and thinking Wow, this would be an, ama- an amazing idea for this exact for the specific brand that we have, and to be able to implement it within hours is is a reality. Even if it's just a tweet, but like even if it goes deeper than um, actually creating production for it and having it come out, these things can happen with with a few people having to sign it off. So, the the theory is that it has to go through through a lot of processes to get this done, but. In a lot of cases where the agency, a brand agency, has a lot of trust from the client or a lot of um, say in what the client and them are allowed to put out marketing-wise, all you need to call is one person, the marketing manager. I have an idea for this. I can get it done. This this production company is ready. They are not busy right now. They can get it done in a couple of days. We'll have it um Cut and and produced ready to be put out within five days or something these things are real it can happen that quick in a lot of scenarios so there is a notion that these things go through a lot of protests, but sometimes they can be super quick and super easily done and it's because if, if if there is a good idea for us to execute that we don't want too many loopholes to jump through and we don't want it to take forever and someone can jump on it before us so the pro the the, the procedures are there for 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 advertising agencies to get something done overnight without a lot of people seeing it until it's done and it's out there and it's fortunate and unfortunate like i said there's a the pros and cons with it so yeah maybe <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if only five people saw this and then the production company the guy that did it you could you could have probably had one camera guy ironically going to record these six uh new influences in one day and then sending it to two guys to get it cut and produced and at the end of the day only five to ten people only saw this and it gets done and whether these people are all white or some of them are person of color sometimes you're being asked to finish the job finish the project and what can you say at the end of
1: the day? yeah i mean it's pretty it's bizarre shab- yeah it's it's bizarre you can say that i mean i don't know like and they haven't said anything so i'm assuming that they don't give up they don't care and they they're going through with it
0: hey they're going through i think i think they don't know what to do <laughs> i think like what well, what what would you do sorry we didn't know <laughs> what can you what can they really say that'll that'll convince us that they that they they're empathetic about the situation and they really didn't mean to offend people like really like but even then, um, but
2: I
1: don't
2: want to stay on this too long. As, but... as, as Mwepi said, sorry, but as Mwepi alluded to earlier, uh, 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 what's no any publicity is good publicity. So you know the fact that they haven't said anything, I feel like they're letting it just sit out there and yeah. letting it ride out. If it, if it whether it drives up interest and 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 hits to 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 their website or to to Nikon and their product, the better. You know, rather, I'm sure they just you know even... it. They' just sit there and go with
1: it. A conspiracy though, but wouldn't it be like so well thought out if they do this? They as Lita says, they let sit out there. They apologize. They bring in now more diversity and representation. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's gonna be so keen to see mm-hmm. who the next batch are. Exactly. And
0: well, <laughs> no, because because you know what, like like brands like companies like this, they their main goal is to sell the camera. I think when 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 people in that sort of the retail industry, let's call it the retail industry, where they're literally selling products, if they want to get you to buy the new iPhone, um, they want they're going to do a campaign where look how good this camera is. We're going to give it to influencers to take their own photos and photo sets to show you an example of what you could do for yourself or for your for your company and things like that. I don't think they they they. Brand strategy is to create talkability and talkativity because people that want to buy someone that wants to buy a fast car does their own research in cars. Someone that wants to buy a good camera for their business does their own research. They don't wait for someone to tell them that it's good. So I I can't see them pushing for talkability over actually selling the product because I think this has done the opposite. Like wow, you guys really feel this way. It's like when you finally find out that if you ever found out that. McDonald's hate black people and the white supremacist. Like, I can never see myself pulling up into one of those drive thrus again. So I I can't see it being that way. Like, yo, well, I hope not. Let me say, I hope not.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: But, I mean,
1: let's move on. And (laughs) I think Lita maybe thought that we forgot for a second.
2: (laughs) 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 I've been waiting for this.
1: So let's, let's get into it. And I have a few bones to pick with Lita regarding this, this, this defeat. But I want to give him the, the chance to address this and speak about it first before we go, we go in on him. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, Lita, you lost 2-1 to Arsenal. It pretty, there were some shocking decisions from Anthony Taylor, I won't lie um Arsenal though were the better team it looks like Arteta has some he's he copy, for me he's copied a lot of Pep stuff but he definitely um out tactical out thought uh Frank Lampard uh Chelsea looked pretty lost um but yeah um talk me through your day i mean i'm sure you woke up excited we <laughs> whipped out some, 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 some and meat and had a young braai with some beers and it, 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 it didn't end too well. So, how was your Saturday?
2: Um, well, yeah, it was, it, <laughs> it wasn't the best day, as you put it. Um, as, uh, I, my day did start off with, with, uh, a, a good braai earlier in, in the afternoon. Um, not beer, unfortunately. Um, I just had a, a couple of glasses of wine and just tried to not get really too excited about the game. Um, but obviously, you know, had to uh, uh, fight, particularly with, when it comes to banter with, you know, the Arsenal fans of this world. And I just had to, without China, because I always, I'm, I'm very particular in this season, I've been very careful in, 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 having, in, in having a big mouth ahead of a big game. Because it yeah. hasn't really, <laughs> it hasn't really panned, panned out well uh, this season, except for uh, last uh, last of last week Sunday against United. But so this <laughs> on, on this Saturday I was like, you know what? Let me just relax and take it as a normal Saturday. Cry, a uh, couple of drinks, happily. I was relaxed. Like literally, I didn't even get excited about the, the team shit because I was, I was I was I was hoping Kanto was going to play, but. I knew the rest of the team would probably pick itself, but yeah. Man. And then, obviously the game started. We had the best start we could possibly think of with the Pulisic goal uh, within the first ten minutes. And then after that, the brass started passing the ball around and chilling. And then Arsenal started obviously after they recovered from the early goal. They they recover. they they, they started passing the ball around, particularly knocking those long balls. On, on, on our right-hand side with Azpilicueta and then Zuma in the middle, not really positioning themselves well for the runs because it's either they, uh, with, with Lacazette like coming short and then Bamayang going long, really struggle particularly with the pace and Zuma's, I think, uh, uh, attractive uh, uh, attraction towards Lacazette like and then dating, um, um Bamayang go one-on-one with, 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 with Azpilicueta. That just really, from then onwards, once we're under pressure, Chelsea did what Chelsea did this season, uh, has done a lot this season, when under pressure they struggle, and particularly with no creativity going forward, and I've been saying this uh, throughout uh, uh, the second period of, of the season, we've got no creativity when it comes to a team sitting back. And Arsenal did that all very well in terms of, uh, I will not say parked the bus, but they sat back very well, David Lewis wasn't really under pressure. Um all the balls came forward to to Giroux, and he obviously is not going to run behind any of the defenders so it was really the game was in front of the Arsenal defense and yeah man it was it was tough um disappointed with with uh, some lampard substitutions i don't know maybe i i, I don't know i don't know christensen Which i would have christensen um i would have probably I know Fikayo though hasn't really had enough uh, um, nice practice after the lockdown, but if he's been fit and you know they haven't really he hasn't really said anything about his injury since like you know a month ago, so I would like to think he's he's getting somewhere in close to fitness because you 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 take off Aspinalluesta or Aspinalluesta goes off and then you bring on another an even slower a uh, a uh, uh, central defender in in in, in then that's just the the pressure is not eased with that because Abameyang is not gonna. Uh, uh, led, uh, led off, you know, uh, the balls keep coming over the top. Zuma's now probably feels the pressure a bit more because H, uh, he probably, I think, yeah, he, he did shift to the right hand side after the um substitution. So it was just unfortunate, man. And then that, and then obviously the, the Hudson Adoy, I don't understand. Maybe you didn't trust Hudson Adoy and you trusted um, Pedro a bit more. Pedro played well with ball uh, at his feet, didn't really go anywhere. He dribbled, 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 dribbled. Uh, looked like he was dribbling in circles more often than not, but he's had more trouble. He, I think he's better in terms of dribbling than than Hudson Odoi. But I don't know why he wouldn't trust Hudson Odoi. You know, in a in a in a match like that, give him uh, the mm. trust and and that uh, backing. But maybe there's other things uh, that we we don't see behind the scenes. With when, in these instances, as they as you uh, can select on FM, you rather back the manager um, because you don't know what really happens behind the scene um so yeah and then arsenal just i even said i remember posting in the group to you guys saying i have a bad feeling because of end of the second half end of the first half <laughs> start of the second it was just like going bad man like chelsea never got back into the game probably mm. only in the 80th minute we started trying but even then we never tested uh martinez and now he's out here having an emotional uh uh uh, full time moments like the World Cup. Like, uh, anyway, so um, yeah, man. So it was <laughs> Anthony Taylor. I haven't even really mentioned his gaffes. I mean, penalty, yeah. But you know, it started outside the box. But obviously, penalty. Some people say it would have been a red card, but obviously, he felt it wasn't. Um, and of having um, him saying that, obviously, the um, the the foul carried on into the box. Uh, with obviously cover defenders coming in as well, you would think that maybe he, he, he deemed it not to be a red card. Could, possibly could have been a red card. But then the switch one, I don't know, maybe you're trying to make up for that nonsense. And after that, like, you know, I, I wasn't even, like, like as I said earlier, I wasn't stressed about this game too much in terms of, like, getting too excited about it. I, I even forgot that Anthony Taylor was the ref in 2017 when he sent off Victor Moses. And before that, he allowed... Alexis Sanchez to come in from offside position onside and then score a freaking easy goal. Um and then they give him <laughs> then they give him this match as well. And then I read up after that it's the first time in one hundred and twenty years that it's happening and the FA are saying um well it's the first time in one hundred and twenty years that a ref a refs more than one FA Cup final and then listen to this reason. The FA say because of the coronavirus and because the FA Cup is such a the FA Cup final such an important achievement for a referee is that it would have been unfair to allow a new ref to get this opportunity, his one and only opportunity to, 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 to ref the final with no fans and his family um, and friends allowed at the game. And I'm like really? Mm-hmm. like really that's the reason. Like that is the reason why you broke the like, hundred and twenty um... tradition.
1: Well, to be fair, though, I don't think it really matters yeah. what referee you put in. They're but, all but pretty you can't, but,
2: but Brian, surely you can't tell me he doesn't play a role that the last final, the last time he was at this stage in the final, same team. And then he gives a, 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 a red card as well in this game. A, a bogus red card. And it looked like really? most of the game he was trying to, his decisions were, like, uh, were a bit strange. So what? What did, what could explain those strange decisions? As you even alluded to uh, in your introduction, those decisions were strange, dude. Like like the free kick in Pedro uh, outside the box in the last five minutes of the game, barged from behind. He lets play on. Like, you like are you serious? But you, he was giving Pepe all those free kicks, giving Mason Mount a, a yellow card that he was <laughs> without even really committing a foul. Like it was strange. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to understand why the decision was strange. Because he's human, I understand. So why? Could it be that he's refereeing uh, his second FA Cup final, same teams, you know? So I don't know, man. And it's a London derby, so obviously it's heated. It's not a a normal, simple game. So I don't know. But anyway, like like uh, just to, to round it off, um, from my side, eh, Chelsea didn't really play as Lampard said as well. Chelsea didn't play well enough to win a final, but. Um, it it's, it, yeah, man, the final, we lost it, but um, hopefully it will spur the team on to, to to better next season. Lampard will grow from this, and Chelsea will grow from this, man. Um, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. That's <laughs> more, that's um, but not, I'm not done with Chelsea there. So <laughs> I still want to ask you a couple of questions. But before we go on and talk about, talking about Anthony Taylor and how shocking Chelsea were, I think Arsenal were equally as brilliant. Um,
2: no doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean the front three was—they were unformed. You can't lie. I mean, yeah. Aubameyang was giving.
2: Particularly.
1: The, uh, yeah, that left side. How I actually read an article on the on Atletico about um, obviously how Arteta planned to expose that uh, right side of your defense. So, congratulations to, to Arsenal. I think they did deserve it. Um, they still finished eighth, as Moipi says, never eighth. Um, but, yeah, Arteta, if they back him, I'm sure he, he will do okay. But I want to go back to, to to you now. And I want to get into specifics quickly, starting with Lampard. Um I read this tweet earlier. I think it was Grace Robertson. Um, she said she basically had a comparison of uh, uh, Lampard's derby to to Chelsea. And she, it was pretty like similar signs as he... I don't know what to make of him. Um, they said he's, he's, his derby side was also a little bit top-heavy and had defensive uh, frail cheese. And they couldn't um, defend set pieces. Uh, you, can't, you can argue that that is the same case with Chelsea now. They cannot. They cannot defend and they cannot defend set pieces. And he looks like he's more. It's still early, but he's looking to me that he's going to become more of a, che- a checkbook manager than an actual coach. I don't know. Like, is it fair to say that I said? Uh, Oteta looked like a cone boy, but I didn't actually mean that he's a cone boy. I just meant that, (laughs) to me, he looks like more of a coach than a manager. And uh, being a good coach doesn't always um, result into being a good manager. Lampard, he doesn't look like a great coach um, and a great man. I don't know if he's a great manager. The Chelsea team is really young, so you can't really judge him off that. Um, But he has obviously done... He hasn't shut the bed. He's done okay. Um, But what mold do you see him in?
2: Um, Just obviously, you you know, with last season was his first season as a manager, and it was his one and only year at Derby. So obviously, um, pundits and and experts will take his example at Derby, and that that is his only record of, of management. And then they'll try and compare it with his first year at Chelsea's one and only year at Chelsea as a manager as well. And you try and compare those two, you, it's it's for me you're trying to compare apples and oranges because, um, you know obviously it's, it's, it's the same manager. I understand but, you know, um, set pieces could be a coincidence. I wouldn't necessarily say um, Lampard's tactics or his lack of you know, necessarily coaching would be the reason for um, the, the lack of uh, the, the, the success. Of but, the uh, sorry season to... Because, no, no, because last season we were not that great either. That's the thing. So, it's not that but now there's a problem. I, just wanna, yeah?
1: um, I remember I, po- I told you, or I pointed out to you, against the West Ham game, mm-hmm. I think, there was some bizarre sort of man, uh, man-on-man man marking where Aspilicueta was marking um, absolute giants and you you agreed that it was exactly. kind of weird.
2: So so for me that's where then that's where that's that's the other side. As you said, this team is a very you've got some experienced guys and then you've got some, uh, you've got a lot of mediocre to non experienced guys. And I count those mediocre guys as in the guys who have been to sort of your, your other bigger teams but haven't really been a starter there or or, or necessarily at Chelsea at a certain time. But for me, um, as I said, Lampard. I, I need to uh, I need to uh, uh, point this out. He's got a lot to learn as a manager, and two years into to his career, I would like to think he's still figuring himself out. Um, it was a risk hiring him at, at at Chelsea at this stage. He knew that. We all knew that. He admitted it himself. You know, he had doubts taking the Derby job. He had doubts taking the Chelsea job. Um, so I would like to think. I, would, I can't wait to see next year the improvements that he's made. If he's still making similar mistakes and he's still uh, lacks the the the, the 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 vision and the the sort of the 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 tactical ingenuity to, to come up with you know certain things to counter certain things that happen in the game because I think that's where a coach really uh, shows his his his, his uh, potential and talents when they make decisions on the fly and Lampard did that uh, I'll take you back to to the two one um, Chelsea uh, victory at Emirates uh, December I think. I think it was New Year's Day or Christmas Day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's 2-1, and, and, and I think Chelsea started off with a back three, and um, we were completely being outrun in, 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 in those flanks between that are left um, between the, the, the wingbacks and, and the centre-backs. So And he had he immediately made a change. He brought Jujinho in, uh, in the midfield, created a bit more uh, hustle and bustle in the midfield, and Chelsea turned the game around from the 40th minute, I think, yeah, even
1: uh, the 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 game against, and I remember it so clearly because one of my friends was there. The game against uh, Tottenham at at um at obviously yeah. at Spurs, mm-hmm. and he had that back three. That was like my only reference as um, in obviously I don't watch Chelsea yeah. every week. Uh, in my mind, as well, um, tactical masterclass exactly. by obviously so Mourinho he, tried to downplay it, but yeah. So
2: that's for me. That's the thing. So he has that in him, and. You know, as 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 a former legend of the game and someone who played in the middle of, of the park, you know that's where everything happens. You can somewhat see what's happening. You can, you know, you got that tactical know how of where to be and how to move. And he was one of the best at that, and moving at the right time and, and getting in the box. So I'm hoping that next season we'll see um, 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 a bit more of a Lampard team. And, something that he noted this uh, this season as well that is that you know the transfer bad did not only prevent him from purchasing players that he wanted, but it also prevented him from um, getting rid of players that he didn't that he, he that didn't suit and he that he would not necessarily have would have had in his in his in his lineup. So I'm hoping that next season now with you know with transfer activity that we already had and what's been touted I mean today already they're saying they're looking to to, to sell after uh, uh, ten players, or up to ten players on the on, on the transfer list. So hopefully, hmm. you know, he's starting to get his his ideas across. You know, he's got he's got surely he's got enough backing. Um, he's done enough this season to get that backing, um, similar to our um, that backing from upstairs. So let's hope then. But I have faith, and I hope you know he's he's play he plays attractive football. Um, uh, just just to summarise, he plays attractive uh, football enough, particularly in terms of uh, the way the team moves and the way the team wants to attack and and never giving up, but this season he was a bit curtailed by our lack of, of just firepower up front. Eh? Besides Pulis, um, Pulisic's form uh, second half of the season, Tammy and, and just players for Mason here and there, and our wingbacks, we don't really have much to go for it. and our midfields don't really score uh, Jorginho and Kovacic, so I'm looking forward to, to having more exciting, uh, exciting players up front, and let's see well, how he then fixes the defence, because now he has an opportunity to work on on same set of players or bring in players that he you know knows that can can do the job for him. And let's see what happens, man. 12th of September, hopefully Chelsea don't start. Uh, well, 12, hopefully they start a bit a week or two uh, later. But yeah, man, I'm excited uh, next season.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I doubt you will because um, your season's basically over. But um, I want to ask you more, P. Um, as I said, Chelsea's season is... Probably effectively over. I don't see them doing anything against Bayern.
2: Never know, and... ref, never know, Alliance. <laughs> you never know. History can be made once again in their own backyard. <laughs> on the night. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, ch- uh, might be Chelsea. Look, I personally am not that worried about them. I think Lita um, spoke about the lack of firepower. And they are heavily linked with attacking players, um, but not so much defensive players. And I think that that is going to be. I mean, I wouldn't prioritise Harvard's if Mason Mount is so good over getting a world class keeper, left back, uh, maybe one or two centre backs. And William looks like he's set to leave, so that's also uh, you know uh, less value to your attack. Um, do you, what do you think about Chelsea moving forward? Do you think they're heading in the right direction?
0: Um, I think, I think Chelsea in the last ten years we've seen a very similar thing of they buy like international superstars, and it, they don't always have to fit into their system. They always find somehow find a space for them to to put them in there. Even like the 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 the, the Cenkovic, it was like he's the best striker in the world. We just want him. Doesn't matter what Pedro, very random. Okay he's a baller so I feel like they, they're continuing down the same path and I think what Lito was saying earlier where he said he was speaking about how Lampard started with the youth and then he had to move to these older guys sort of thing I think Frank lost I think he had a. I think he had a, a like a positivity towards where you know what I could maybe let me see what I can do with these young kids and then I think he found that they lacked um, experience and closing
1: ability up. hey Ability,
0: I don't think ability. I think the I'm mental. strength...
1: Kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think the mental strength and experience to like win these matches. I think that's why he was pushing for, Dries Mertens to replace Willian because he, I think I believe Willian, Lampard really wanted Willian to stay, but Willian wanted a good contract from Chelsea. Otherwise, he's leaving, and Chelsea can't offer him that because he's over thirty. And yeah. I think he's slowly like you know these kids are these kids are good, but like yo, I can't win trophies. With these it, young guys, been experience, so I think what, him, yeah.
2: It, it's also oh, sorry. It just it was also the consistency, man. Like particularly yeah. in, in that middle part of the season, we were losing against the West Ham, the Bournemouths, yeah. like the Watfords. Like we, we, it was, it was, it was, it was getting a bit tough, like in the middle, because losing to teams that we should not be losing, even United I'll count United in, the, in that bracket. Okay, I mean those 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 FA those uh, League Cup uh, defeats. For me, it was like. What the hell? And and unfortunately, that that's that's that comes with playing uh, youngsters, a lot of youngsters, like inconsistency that they yeah. will have at this level, particularly their first season for most of them. So that's for me. That was that's that's one thing I think that led to Lampard. You know, maybe you know Giroud. Listen, brother, I need him to throw you in there more. Uh, uh, William, you're gonna play every game now from from start to finish. Uh, you know, let's bring in Alonso. You back in. You know, Emerson out. All those those small decision that he made. I think it was the pressure plus the lighties, man. I gave you guys a chance. You'll, you'll start again next season for me, but, you know, let's go for the three points. And 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 I think it worked, obviously, because we made Champions League, but that was probably, you know, um, what he was going for in the beginning of the season became a bit of an Achilles heel in the middle part.
1: Exactly, But yeah. um, I just want to cut this off and move on because it's not a Chelsea FC podcast, <laughs> but... The first, the first fixture of the season when United beat Chelsea 4-0, 4-1, 4-0, 4-0. Yeah. 4-0, I remember Mourinho pointed out that, hey, you cannot have this many, I didn't say you cannot have this many youngsters, but he said, I'm surprised Lampard had left out so many experienced players um, and went with these youngsters, it shows, the defeat, you know, showed that in itself and Lampard got so upset, like, oh, did he really say that? I need to talk to him. And it, it to your point, it shows that you don't win anything with kids, um, except if you're at United. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> 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 no, but um, obviously, the football never ends this week Champions League, mm. um, Europa League. Uh, there's not much to say about United. We we're, what, 5 0 uh, on aggregate up. I'm sure he's going to play the kids. Um, but a big game uh, for City and Real Madrid,
2: and Chelsea.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and Barca <laughs> actually. Barca might just lose. Um, but might be again. Um, do you firstly, what do you think will happen with the City game? I'm um, um, definitely. I don't know actually. I think. Pep masterclass again? Um Yeah. Yeah, I d I don't know. They're playing um in England, right? Yes, yes. I yeah. You're um yeah
0: I'm um, I'm um, 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 I'm so excited for that one actually because I think when they played last Madrid was still finding their f- I don't wanna say they were finding their feet, but they were like starting to get back on track. And I think Pep in the last few weeks and months, even though he did lose um, to that Arsenal team, they they showed Liverpool properly that, listen, I think they still have a bit of pride of them. And this whole of them beating the UEFA uh, transfer ban case, I think they have a drive. Like Imagine they go and they win the Champions League in the same year they were about to get banned. I think those guys have a drive. I don't want to play City right now. I won't even lie to you. there's a there's a there's a freedom there and a vengeance in their eyes. I think I think Madrid could be in trouble there. Honestly, uh,
1: let's not forget um, they lost to Chelsea and um, Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it's you know, weird. Like yo, it's, it's like I think I think I think in the last few months it's it's, it's you, you wonder which city is going to show up. But I think I think they they've got a vengeance right now. I I'd hate to play them right now, honestly. And like i was saying. Bip is like out here trying to swear at everyone, trying to tell everyone to suck their mums, bro. So UEFA's gonna see flames.
1: And hey, but yeah, I know Lita. You obviously follow Syria a bit. And um, on the other tie, which I think is the most interesting tie for me, yeah,
0: um,
1: is the PSG Atalanta one. And I was watching the PSG final on Friday. They play against Lyon. Obviously, I got to watch some French football. Those who know know why, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was really bad. If I'm being honest, um, they tried this new uh, strikerless formation, not strikerless formation, but false line formation with Neymar, uh, Di Maria, and Icardi was on the bench, but it didn't look so good. And Atalanta, a very free-scoring team, but I watched them. I think this... Saturday night against Milan, and they didn't look as good. Um, so, what do you think is? It's going to be an exciting tie. I think a lot of goals. Uh, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, with with this uh, with this Atalanta side, you you know you can never you can never expect a, a board draw when they play. Um, you know, but PSG is PSG. I mean, the amount of talent that is in that squad. I mean, I think the, the, the likes of Thiago Silva, they, uh, Marquinhos, Bembe. I mean, they, they're quite stuck. They've got promising youngsters as well, um, and obviously, obviously, the the, the, the the one main issue they've played two cup finals, but they um, haven't really played proper competitive football since pre-lockdown. So, will that have an effect? Uh, will that either hamper them? Or will that, you know, uh, actually be an advantage to them because they'll be a bit fresher than um, Atalanta? Because obviously it was the CRR concluding last weekend um, and um, and the amount of matches they've played this weekend and, and in the week and the week before that. So it's quite, but you know, for me, I, I, I can't really look past PSG. Um, this is, I think they probably realise that this is, Uh, an opportunity for them to do something in the Champions League with this one with this uh, tournament um, one match, knockout tournament that's going to be happening um, due to lockdown, so it's anyone's game, I mean, even Atletico can go all the way and win this Um, even City, as as Moipi mentioned can go all the way and win this I don't think, uh, personally, I don't think Real Madrid will be able to turn City over Um, just purely because you know, Real Madrid haven't really scored that many goals, um, in, 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 especially after lockdown. You know, they, they win. They, that's all they do. And 2-1, um, trailing, and, you know, City get a goal. They're going to need to, to, to score. But obviously, our way goals uh, will, will still count in this league, if I'm not mistaken, um, for the, the, the knockout stage. So, yeah, man. But it's, it's yeah. for me, uh, uh, PSG, Neymar, if you wants to really show... Um, that you know, to particularly to the French fans, uh, Brian. Uh, so you know, um, I would <coughs> definitely, you know, I, I would like and expect him to to to, to show off and, and and on the world stage with everyone watching. You know, particularly in this tournament, that's going to be with the Champions League revised edition. Um, so yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. But Atlanta, inter- they're going to make the game exciting, but PSG for the victory here. Yeah. And I definitely, as I said, Real Madrid. I don't think they're gonna. You know, as much as we all want them to be the, the, the Real Madrid we remember, hey man, without the fit firing Hazard, you know, taking them through, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna do much against it. Uh,
1: to be honest, I even quite I saw Instagram <laughs> Hazard popped up on my Explore on Instagram, uh-huh. and I so he looks so different first of all, and I just forgot what? about him. No, no, that's a big <laughs> <laughs> he's got like. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, a patchy sort of beard going on.
2: Yeah, he's a lot done. It has been tough. It's been tough. <laughs> it got to
0: everyone.
2: He's got kids. He's a dad, that man. He's a family <laughs> man. They probably... One of the kids probably tried to shave him and then it didn't go so well. Yeah, but...
1: Uh, over the weekend, you know, I was just thinking how great it's going to be when we sign Sancho. Oh. Um, no, <laughs> I'm joking. But, yeah, England, the number one uh, test nation again, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this... Yeah, I think I, I, I read it earlier um, today. And I'm just looking forward to... I don't know what uh, CSA's plans are. Maybe Lita can fill us in there, but... I'm looking forward to more sport mm. locally. I think we've got uh p s r coming this weekend, and I don't know what's happening with the rugby. I don't know what's happening with the cricket i know uh amateur cricket is cancelled or postponed oh. until for next year um so yeah, there's out oh, for rugby I just see this uh the side signing players um Lines have got a, a batch of new players, and they've just returned back to training. Um, but with cricket, do you have any indication of what's going to happen next?
2: Um, I, not, not, not really. Um, I don't think there's much. Um, just from from what I've seen, in, in, um, not really, and not that I have any inside information. But not much, um, obviously, because everyone's real, all plans are. Definitely restricted by the virus, and all different countries are handling it uh, differently. Um, I'm sure CSA is definitely working on on, on plans. Either I uh, will probably lean on South Africa or the Proteas, either women or men touring rather than having an inbound tour. So they'll definitely probably go somewhere um, with probably England, with you know with, uh, cricket happening there at the moment. England, you know, I don't know India. I'm not sure about India with, with the high numbers that they have the virus, um, I'm sure they would actually like to tour other countries. Um, so, yeah, I, but, you know, with the women, the women are were in camp, I think, the whole of last week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I know that they are preparing, hopefully, for a tour. Um, so that will be something to look forward to. I mean, the women's game has, 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 has grown uh, exponentially these last ca- a few years um, from the 2016 World Cup performance to the semi-final in the T20 uh, earlier this year in Australia. Um, so um, whatever is, is on the horizon, I'm sure cricket uh, South Africa is planning something big. Um, obviously with uh, the with 3T uh, uh, Cup that... Hopefully on, we'll on never see tonight. it again. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're going to plan something <laughs> more traditional this time. If, if you know, if, 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 but, you know, with sport... South Africa in an awkward place because not really, not much is being is being said in terms of plans. Because PSO obviously they are coming back, um, but other sports it's still a bit you know with no fans and so, like it's, it's I don't know, I don't know. For me, I'd rather um p- sport to come back as soon as possible as you as you're too to, uh, but safely, but then soon as possible, man. Because yo oh, this this whole mm-hmm. Thing of, of, of not knowing and just flipping focusing on other matters that do need highlighting but you know you'd love it on, on, to happen on, on, on the back uh, of, 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 of you know some entertaining sport on the field you. Know? Um, but for me um, in terms of transfers you, uh, Brian you alluded to becauseita um, I read now on kickoff that he left yeah Andale. Yeah, he left he left he left literally flew to Belgium I think yesterday. And he landed this morning, so he's there now in in, in Anderlecht. I don't know if and, Vincent. Uh, is Vincent still there, bruh. Is Vincent? He's gonna be. Yeah. There or is he just gonna be a player next season or or assistant coach?
1: Um, I think he's still a, a player coach there. I see him coaching all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that,
2: that, that's dope, man, for for Vincent to be working with him. possibly and hope for, for
1: Tao to be working with Vincent.
2: Nah, yeah, come on. <laughs>
1: kind of and uh, uh, Zungu, uh, to, to Rangers, yeah, that's that's gonna be cool,
2: but you know, it's good it's um, though that sorry, it's good that Percy still can't play in, in the in the Premier League, man. Like, fuck, how, how is it? Really? Huh?
0: They really need to change those rules, man. Like, it's unfair, you're born in the wrong country, Dude. <laughs> they never get its shit together. That means you can never play for the <laughs> Premier League. That's like, and, and
2: that only benefits the top countries, man. So I don't understand. Exactly, man. the Pop yeah. guys can go. Yeah, but this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, as a Chelsea fan, I'm just looking forward to, to, to Kai Havertz getting his work permit sorted. You know, and then we'll look for.
1: Well, the uh, Leverkusen uh, chief executive exec said there has been no contact from Chelsea.
2: Yeah, I, um, I strongly, strongly uh do Bro boys, do not believe that. I remember with, with Sancho, he was linked to Liverpool just last week, and now all of a sudden he's he's on fake
1: news. Fake news, Bryce. Always, he's always he's always wanted to to come to United. You see that picture? Even sharing pictures with his boy Marcus oh. Rashford.
2: Come oh. <laughs> on, teaser. You guys were so when you saw that picture, I'm sure you were like. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Right. You know, ah, it's still the
0: most legendary chant ever, bro. My favorite chant of all time. Come on, David boys,
2: Play like a frog, you boys. We'll go wild, wild, wild. <laughs>
0: Yo, my check one two one two. I'm from the place where hardcore. This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up. Views from the staff tell the world that we pass This is the link up. This is the link up. This is the link up from the staff tell the world that we back ladies and gentlemen grab a drink let's get settled in here's another dose of some audio medicine fresh sports reports pure adrenaline we do it for the love of the game not the benjamins My check one two one two Yo, the link up